Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Beautifully Broken Podcast. This is an episode I have waited so long to put into creation. This is my DIY home ice bath podcast. If you follow me on social media, you'll often see me sitting in a barrel of ice in my backyard. Well, I've developed a what is like my Tim the Toolman Taylor version of keeping the water cold without going to the store for ice. So luckily, my friends at Penguin Chiller have created a kit for me. For anybody in the audience who wants to do this in your home, so you don't have to go to Home Depot 400 times, and you can just Click the link and you can go to Penguin Chillers and find the beautifully broken link to get your chilling system, your pump, the tubes that will go in and out of your vessel that you choose to hold cold water in. And you can join me on social media and sitting in cold water for three to five minutes. And with that, one of my good friends from Austin, Texas joins us today, John Rector. He is the DIY guru on the internet. John is very famous for helping people create all types of deliberate cold exposure in their backyards, in freezers, and evaluating these systems to see how well they function at high temperatures. Now, I'm in Austin, Texas. It's 99 degrees today. My ice bath is holding at 43 degrees, which, now listen, Can you have one that goes colder? Of course, but I'm really proud of this engineering achievement as a fifth generation son of an engineer. This one feels like a big victory for me. So if you're interested in this system that we talk about, there's a link in the show notes. And if you just want to share your experience with ice, please hit us up on Freddie Set Go on Instagram and tag us in your favorite ice bath picture. Team, I love you. Let's jump on in. Welcome to the Beautifully Broken Podcast. I'm your host, Freddie Kimmel, and on this show, we explore the survivor's journey, practitioners making a difference, and the therapeutic treatments and transformational technology that allow the body to heal itself. Witness the inspiration we gain by navigating the human experience with grace, humility, and a healthy dose of mistakes. Because part of being human is being beautifully broken. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Beautifully Broken Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Kimmel. We're in season four, and we have a beautiful human being with us today, John Richter. Thank you, Freddie. Good to be here. Oh, it's so Mm. exciting. Long overdue. Life pushed this one back a little (laughs) bit, but we've been been working on a very special project together in my backyard Mm. known as a home deliberate cold exposure unit. Yes, a DIY cold exposure. Right. John, how did you get started in cold? Well, it got started for me when I did a Wim Hof workshop in Austin back in 2013. Mm-hmm. And it was great. It was fun. It was exciting. But Austin is a subtropical climate. Yeah, Don't really have cold water here. And so it, it wasn't a practice that I really got into until fast forward a few years. And I had just really brutal insomnia for about two years that I've been mm. trying to figure out and dial in. And when somebody suggested cold exposure a few hours before bed as a solution, it put a big question in my head because I knew the cold water was energizing, but I didn't see it as something that would resolve my sleep issue. But at that point, I was desperate. So I tried it and got the benefits. It was absolutely amazing and quickly discovered after about four times of hauling 100 pounds of ice to put into my bathtub that that was really an impractical way to go about it. 
and uh, didn't have the $10,000 at the time to buy a professionally done unit. And uh, so I, I found this DIY process of building a cold plunge at home. And after making a bunch of mistakes over about a year, I got it dialed in and uh, just it grew from there. Amazing. So, uh, you said two years of chronic insomnia. Yes. Walk me to the severity of that because I just had, mm. I've mentioned this before, I had probably three months in the middle of the first four months of the pandemic. Mm. I felt like I was losing my mind. I'll speak to one thing. Nothing felt safe. When I would drive to the store, everything felt like a threat. I was so tired. I was working. Mm. I had responsibilities that I could not not show up for. Right. And it was, man, I, you know, as far as trials and tribulations on this planet, that stretch of insomnia was terrible for me. Mm. So how did you make it through two years? <laughs> well, I feel for you. And anytime someone says they had insomnia, my heart goes out because I know yeah. what kind of an experience that can be. So uh, what started it was my daughter was born early. She weighed a pound and 10 ounces. Mm. We spent 121 days in a neonatal intensive care unit in the NICU. She came home with a feeding tube and needed to be fed round the clock, like every three hours. And I had the midnight and the 3 a.m. shift on top of a regular full-time job at the time. Wow. And so that quickly escalated just the interruption of the sleep and the just the not knowing what her well-being was going to be like the next day in any given moment uh, yeah. just put a lot of stress. <laughs> so how that was showing up for me after about a year or so, it started turning into just forgetfulness. I would forget to bring things. I couldn't remember what I was doing at work or where I was supposed to go. I was starting to miss appointments. And then as it progressed and got even worse, what was happening was I was injuring myself. Like if I was cutting vegetables in the kitchen, my finger would get sliced to pieces. I actually ran my thumb down one of those grinders. Oh my God. And then the, the thing that, the agitation, like everything that became a, a personal attack. I would yes. get agitated and angry at anybody for anything, for any wow. reason. And where it really hit to where I've got to do something with this was the time I was in traffic, I was driving, I turned down the road, and all these people were driving at me, going the wrong way, honking at me. And I was like, what are these idiots? And it's like I realized I had turned the wrong way down a one-way street. Wow. And that's where I realized it had to something had to shift. Yeah. So what turned around and and you mentioned ice you heard this crazy idea that maybe ice a couple hours before bed would give your body biological benefit how long was the turnaround before you mm. started to feel better and do cold exposure it was instant so i can i could frame it by saying that i looked at western medical solutions i had mm -hmm. met with a naturopathic or a natural holistic medical doctor who had given me a bunch of herbs and different suggestions i had done sleep hacking environmentally i had done uh Neural feedback, spent a lot of money on some very expensive yes, neural did. feedback equipment. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and also quickly realized that trying to be my own client, trainer, and technician was with, with insomnia and the lack of mental focus yeah. and acuity that comes with that was, I was set up to fail on that. But mm -hmm. I had done cryo chambers. I had done, yeah, I was doing the cold water and it was great in the mornings, but it would give me energy, but it wasn't resolving the deeper issue. So yeah. out of all the things that I did, chiropractic, acupuncture, I mean, there's a huge list. When I bought 100 pounds of ice and put it in that bathtub and spent literally probably not even two minutes, that night I got the best night's sleep I'd ever had Wow! in two years. And it was, so that change was instant. Mm. Wow. And so when was that? What year was that? Uh, that was in 2017. 
2017, we're in 2022. How has your sleep been since? It's been awesome since then. It really has. Yeah. Yeah. And like many of us, I think that it's, I just want to frame and, and dig a little deeper. Have there been moments in time where you were revisited with bad night's sleep or moments of insomnia? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it hasn't been a linear path as, you know, any type of healing rarely is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've still got a daughter who still wakes up sometimes at night. She's eight now and she's healthy, by the way. So Amazing. she's doing fine. But there's still some times, you know, I, I was in a pretty traumatic car accident a year ago and that impacted mm. my ability to sleep. You know, it was kind of like head trauma stuff. Yes. And so, you know, but the, the cold water has been helpful for that as yeah. well. But Amazing. It's, you know, it's kind of uh, you know, the cold water always seems to be a systemic Mm. benefits there, there seems to be a, an overall health benefit to that like no matter what you're doing yeah uh, but then it can also help with some acute things so um yeah yeah it's it's been an ever it's an ever-present thing in my life now that I'll, I'll never i don't think i could ever foresee my life without a regular cold water practice yeah yeah me too me too i'm such a believer in it i had a neighbor yesterday who we were had uh dinner plans and he had called me and said buddy i can't make it i hurt my back moving yesterday and I can barely bend over. I, it hurts to breathe. And I said, get over here. You know, I said, get over here. You know, I have all the things right? and I fixed his ankle before <laughs> I saw him limping through the apartment complex. And I said, get over here. I'm going to put you on a coil. We're going to do some mm -hmm. magnetics and frequency. And of course, three days later, the ankle that was not there, it was just a cankle. It went calf to heel oh, wow. was totally normalized. So he mm -hmm. came over and we did some magnetics. We did some high-powered PEMF. We did a little amp coil. And he was he was like, it's better. You know, and he sat down and ate dinner with us. He was able to breathe. And both me and my bestie, Kristen, warrior woman mode, who is the expert in deliberate cold exposure and breath work, I was like, you know, you've got us both here. Why don't we get you in the ice bath? Mm. And he was like, I don't know, man. It, to even, you know, to even pick my leg up over the thing. And we were like, it's systemic. Let's play with some cycles of cold mm -hmm. and heat. And he got out of the bath after three rounds, probably doing like two to three minutes, giving himself two to three minutes to warm up, hot shower and back and forth. I think he actually did two rounds. I watched him squat like ass to ground without pain. Wow. He goes, I have no pain. I'm totally mm -hmm. normal. Mm -hmm. So to do that without medicine, he denied me taking aspirin. I was like, maybe anti-inflammatory, something, a baby aspirin. He didn't want that. He was walked out of here normalized. And I just can't help but think that if this were available to more people in community centers, not everyone can afford one in their home. Sure. Right. That's what we're going to talk right. about. Right. You know, the at home cold exposure. But wow, the cost and price savings over a calendar year to avoided trips to the emergency room, right? That's emergency medical care is so expensive. Right. And everybody's had that tweak. I just think that, you know, lost hours in the workforce, you mm. know, dealing with chronic pain and its long-term effects on our romantic Qual relationships. Yeah, quality <laughs> of life. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. So, so I'm just, yeah, I always have these experiences where it's a wow factor. I think I'll give you one more personally that I've been playing around with some herbs in this company, Cellcor, who can essentially the net is they're working with bioactive carbons, uh, us being carbon beings. And mm -hmm. the idea where we can build a supplement that's not built on an acid, but a carbon and that there's more energy there. So they have herbs, they have herbs to complement somebody who's been long-term chronic illness, biotoxin illness, Lyme. And I, I started playing around with these herbs, I overdid it. 
amped up the immune system and had a terrible swelling in my knees and did the cold exposure back and forth between the heat and the cold and the hot shower. And I could take a walk like in like eight minutes. And I really was having trouble getting up and down because I was my immune system was so agitated right. and it just flushed enough. People had cued me. They said, think lymphatics, think lymphatics. If those mm. herbs are overdoing it, how can you flush? And I was like, uh, I got a cold plunge in the back, right? I got the ice barrel and it was wild how quickly the pain normalized for me. So yeah, I've got all these experiences with it and I've seen it work so well for so many people. Right. Can we talk a little bit about the science of deliberate cold exposure and getting an ice and, you know, what, what happens in the body if we were to give, you know, the two minute, one minute elevator pitch, right? Why are we getting a beneficial effect, nervous system tone, reduction in pain, inflammation, if right. you will? Well, I'll preface this by saying that I'm not a doctor or a medical person or a biologist or any of that. But uh, what I can say is that uh, if you want to dig more into this, uh, some of the people to follow would be Huberman Labs or Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Mm. And um, there's a new lady. I'm trying to remember her name. Maybe you can put it in the comments. I'll get it down. But sure. she's, uh, she's a PhD and she's she lives in, the, in one of the Scandinavian countries. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Soderberg is her last name. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong about that. But anyway. Yeah. So what, what they're finding is that there are neurochemicals that are released when you do deliberate cold exposure. Yeah. There's a benefit to your mitochondria. Uh, there's an increase in the brown fats. They, they, up until very recently, Western medical said, you know, it's only in babies and it doesn't grow in adults or you can't produce it uh, in adult tissue. Yeah. So we know that it affects your mitochondria mm -hmm. in, a, in a really beneficial way mm -hmm. and that it reduces inflammation. And those are two things that really mm. are... Pivotal. I mean, if you're inflamed or if you've got low mitochondrial issues, yeah. your ability to create energy in your body is impaired. That affects everything. Yeah. So when you can get those things dialed in through cold exposure, EMF, heat, all of these yes. things affected in a positive way, it's going to change your life in a way that's pretty amazing. And so we say cold. What's cold? That's Give me a, a range right, that right. might be beneficial right. for the body because I can tell you what. <laughs> in where was I just? Oh, when I was living in New Jersey. In Hoboken-ish, Union City, people that live in New York City metropolitan area will know that differentiator. Union City is not Hoboken, is not Manhattan, but they're all really, really close. My running water was not cold. I mean, it was not cold. Now, I was just in Wyoming last week, and it was as cold as I've ever felt cold water. Right, right. So what is the range that we see some evidentiary proof around being beneficial to the body. That's a great question. And uh, as far as, the, and there's really two answers to this. There's, okay. there, there's, there's the uh, objective piece of it, which is the research. And then there's the subjective experience part of it, mm. uh, which tends to be more beneficial in terms of actually guiding people to a practical uh, practice, something they can actually do. So the research and it's all over the place because we don't have uh, like one study that just compares uh, different durations and times for cold uh, or, or durations and temperatures for cold water, like side yeah. by side, there's different studies that'll say, well, if you spend 45 minutes to 60 minutes in 55 degree Fahrenheit water, it will produce these benefits. And then we've got other bit of research that will say, hey, at, at uh, 20 seconds at 40 degrees Fahrenheit, it only takes that amount of time to produce a benefit. So what we're looking at generally though is this, what we've found is that, or, or what seems to be the best thing is that Whatever level of cold, because it's all relative to each person, there are so many variables that can go into this, your current yeah. health, your current stress levels. 
even uh, your diet, mm. your body weight, your body fat, your metabolism, your genetics. There's a lot of your epigenetics. All yes. of these things affect your ability to tolerate cold. So mm. the best thing we can say is whatever is uncomfortable for you, mm. that's the place to start. So uh, when I was a kid growing up in Austin, we've got this beautiful natural swimming pool called Barton Springs. And that I thing varies. Oh, it's awesome. It varies somewhere between 68 to 71 degrees Fahrenheit. And I used to hate Barton Springs because I would get in there and I would start shivering. My feet would turn purple. And I, just, I, I you know, as a native Austinite, I couldn't say I hate Barton Springs. You know, there was just this, oh, I can't say that. But now after doing, you know, really like 40 degree or below, Barton Springs isn't even cold enough. I would probably need to spend an hour to an hour yeah. and a half in there to get the same benefit that I can get in less than three minutes mm -hmm. at 40 degrees below zero wow. you know, or below, um, yeah, like 38, 36 degrees Fahrenheit. That's kind of normally where I keep the water in. Mm -hmm. But it's different for everybody. And what you mentioned earlier about overdoing it with these new supplements that you're playing around with, that's a common thing that happens with cold too. People get super enthusiastic about it and they think that more is better and it really isn't. Uh, you know, there's these two... I like that Tim Ferriss talks about these things called the minimal effective dose. And mm. then there's the point of diminishing returns. Yes. And balancing those two things out is really important. And going at it gradually is uh, yeah. really the way for long-term success with cold water mm -hmm. immersion practice. I've heard, I like Ben Greenfield is thrown around threes and fives. Yeah. And what he says is 33 mm. to 55, anywhere from three to five minutes. Mm. And I like that because oh, it's so it's easy, easy to remember, remember right. threes right. and fives. Right. Yeah, I have to say that minimum effective dose is mm -hmm. something really important that will change depending on what's going on in yes, your terrain. Absolutely. If you are someone, I have a lot of people on this platform that are experiencing autoimmune mm -hmm. dysregulation of body temperature, people going through different labels of illnesses. I hate mm -hmm. the labels, right? But we know there's dysregulation of body temperature associated with MS, right? right? People often experience issues going in a sauna and they tell you to not overheat. Now, I think you've always got to listen to your body. Yes. Never take any of this as medical advice. Right. And that's, and that's part of what we want. There's, there's a part of our brain that wants a prescriptive, yes. you know, you oh. put it at this temperature and do that for three minutes and then you'll get X benefit from that. And uh, while that can be a helpful guideline, paying attention to your own body and learning to do that mm. and to notice what your body needs on any given day, it can change. Yeah. And maybe there's some days where you shouldn't even get into the cold. Yeah. And it's really great to be a pay attention to that. And yeah. there's a distinction. I love this distinction because it's such a beautiful practice because uh, I know someone earlier that it talked about the spiritual aspect of this. And there's uh, just sort of a touch on that. There's this interesting thing that I've learned over the four years of doing cold exposure now to distinguish between what is in my body, this need for which we could connect to a higher purpose versus what my ego is telling me to do. So even after four years, I mean, my ego still tells me, no, don't get in the cold today. It's too cold. I don't want to do that. It's cold outside. You don't need to cold water. Or the ego can tell me, you can stay in another 30 seconds or another minute. So yeah. whether to avoid it or to push are these two dances of the ego. And when I can kind of listen to that notice it, acknowledge it, and then really tap into my body, like what does my body need? What does my soul need today mm. to be nourished, to be fully embraced and support this practice, that level of tuning in is a whole different game it's a different game yeah. yeah it's a different game and it's that for me that sentiment rides across all platforms yes. when we're really trying to tap back in is mm. what does my body or my heart want to do is this unique compass that nobody else really understands i have a unique i can even say the magnetic field 
coming from my heart is unique and it's the way it engages with other people, but it will give me, from my experience, a direction on what my true north is, especially when I'm clear. And so for me, ice helps me clear away the noise. Yes. I'll often jump in that barrel on a Google meeting when I'm really frustrated mm. and when I'm, everybody's sentiment is aggravating me and I'm feeling really triggered mm. and I'm like, why can't these people be this way? And when I hear myself say that, or I hear myself being frustrated, I was like, what are you so frustrated that you can't control an outside world right now? You need to unload the cup of stress, right? Or shame or the burden right now. Right. And so the ice does that in about two or three minutes mm -hmm. and it's not drugs. It's not a pill. It's very effective. It's quick. It's, um, yeah. So I'm just a huge fan. Yeah. It really does get you into your body and out of your thoughts. You know, I have had a, a conversation with a, a few other people before that it, uh, have been like Wim Hof instructors and, yeah. and I, and I've been through a lot of personal development stuff over the last 20 or 30 years. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm a workshop seminar book junkie yeah. <laughs> and you know, audios and the whole thing. And that's great. You know, it's something that just allows me to go, Oh yes, I can learn something. There's always the curiosity yeah. about how can I transform and change my life and improve my life so I can help that ripple effect come out. Yeah. And with all of that, you know, the yoga, the meditation, everything else, I can say that the most honest practice I have ever done is cold water because mm. I can't fake it. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. You cannot fake it. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Know, I can sit there and pretend, oh, I'm meditating right now. You know, it's especially like, when you, you, especially you get in those thirties, <laughs> yeah. when you get 32 to 36, oh, yeah. it's just, you got to go inside. Absolutely. There's nowhere to go, but the breath. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's just like this thing that brings me instantly into the present moment. Yeah. And it's, and it's a beautiful practice. Yeah. Way. It's amazing. The learning tool of putting someone in the ice for the first time mm. and you watch them. Everybody struggles in a different yes. way. That's been a beautiful thing for me to experience. I had, mm. there's a, uh, again, a friend, new friend on the property. I'm always like, people watch me getting in the things in the backyard right, so and the like, coils and they see the red lights <laughs> beaming from the apartment. Right. They're like, what is that mad scientist in yes. there? Yes. And, and I'm always like, come on, yeah, let's do it. Let's right. get on board. So one woman is a professional. She just won her first bodybuilding championship mm. and it was wild. She was, and I, I witnessed this generally females are, they just take the ice better. Mm -hmm. They handle the cold better. Right. So it's witnessing that genetic propensity to tolerate pain in a different way, mm -hmm. I think associated with the ability to give birth, yes, right? Be right. a portal for a soul between your legs. And then like her boyfriend, who was also like a, a bodybuilder, mm. super, super fit. He put his legs in the tank and he was, I, we had to put hands on him and just say, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, he wanted to jump out, right? It was watch this reflex response. And again, there was a woman the other day, she was first, first newbie, newbie, newbie. And she kept looking at me. She's like, how am I doing? Is this okay? Mm. Am I safe? And the minute I mentioned time, I'm like, you've already done a minute and 30 seconds. She's like, I need to get out now. That's more than I intended. You know what I mean? Yes, and then the yes. panic started to yes. set in. And, and so it was really interesting how the mind mm -hmm. is going to try to navigate us out of the space. It is so uncomfortable. Right. Well, there's one of the distinctions that I found in, in getting tuned into like, what is my body, my soul, my energy need versus my ego. Anytime there's a, uh, there's a rationalization or an explanation, and especially with regards to time, I know that's ego. Yeah. You know, I've, I've turned the clock around. I still use a timer, but I don't look at it when I'm in the water. I, yeah. I set it, and then I use it as a baseline to just benchmark or metrics after I'm done, but not during. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a good, <laughs> I, it's a good, it's a good one. Mm. Yeah. 
time being something that man has, we're like, yeah, let's measure it this way. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> right, right. I know, I know, I love it. I would mm. say the only other thing I want to know from deliberate cold exposure, because I think it's valuable for people. Yes. You Listen, if I had a wish, if I had a magic wand now, I'll just say like, I would love my mom and dad to be doing this. You know, my mom's pretty aggressive with what she's on board with. She has an amp coil. I got her to do an HTMA mineral analysis and look at her mineral balance. Mm. Got her supplementing in a really creative way. She's, I think she would be up for it. But I also know it's like, it's uncomfortable. It's not looked at as, why would I do that? It's not fun, mm. right? Now, my dad, on the other hand, my dad, I would love to, my dad's a chronic insomniac. So I oh, always want to know like, where do the parents fit in? We care so much about our families and we, we watch this population that you hear the stats that we will be taking care, we'll be spending a majority of our income taking care of our ailing parents, right? right? We'll be the caretakers. And I don't, I'm not saying that my parents are great. I'm not shaming my parents. Love you, mom and dad. Um, But what I want to know is, are there any counterindications for family members who are just looking at this and saying, not me, never, or maybe who shouldn't get in the ice? Right. The main number one thing that I'm aware of is cardiovascular. So if you've got heart conditions, uh, that is contraindicated for very cold water. Yeah. Interesting. You know, check with your healthcare practitioner. Yes. Always that that big disclaimer. But, uh, but I can also say that even people with, you know, and then if you've got, uh, Renaud's or some of these other type of chronic issues that make your ability to regulate your internal temperature very difficult or impossible mm. what's a uh, Hashimoto's also is, is similar yes. to that do check and you and it and this is where it comes in to get coaching from somebody who really has experience yes like our friend Kristen who is amazing yes, amazing tell me the name warrior woman mode uh, warrior woman mode.com yes, or a Wim Hof instructor who's yes. experienced and who, who knows how to take people through this process in a way that's safe because when we get back into prescriptive things again it's uh, you know some, generally speaking people can get that benefit in three to six minutes if you're dealing with a depression or anxiety or chronic illness, longer times can actually be beneficial, but it's yeah. not something you can just jump into and do, start doing immediately. You have to build up to it. Yeah. And that's where I, but I've, so in terms of like, how do you enroll parents, uh, aging yeah. parents? I think it actually is a um, very similar process to people who are doing cold water exposure, who are parents of children and who have young kids. And we've got a growing number of people who've just got these amazing videos of their kids, like little kids jumping into the cold water and then like right back out or some of them will stay in and it's amazing. And there's a thing about always encourage, never force. Yeah. And so I think by our own practice, we can become an inspiration Mm. for people and we can be that open invitation. And, you know, at some point, you know, they're going to have to make their own decision. We can educate with facts and research and, and that's growing. We get more and more as like every yeah. month, it seems like there's another study that's coming out about the yes. benefits, you know, or maybe even introducing them to some of the people that are like talking about the research, whether it's Huberman podcast or the Huberman labs or Dr. Rhonda Patrick, you know, if they need that, just, you know, the, I've got to have the science, you know, some people are like that. Some people are more of just, wow, they get excited by the emotional quality of it, you know, but to hear yeah. these stories from people. You know, I think sharing the stories is a big piece of it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's part of what really drives me and inspires me is to hear the stories. Like I'll give you one. There was a lady in the UK who high powered C-level executive. Yeah. Complete burnout. She yeah. lost her job. Just everything. I mean, her whole life just fell apart and it yeah. was due to chronic anxiety, depression, and just a number of uh, autoimmune health issues. Mm-hmm. And some of her friends, one of her friends said, Hey, look, let's take you down to the, the pond. 
and put you in the cold water there in the UK. They've got that easily accessible. And she did that. And after the first time, it, she just, something shifted for her. And after about a week or two weeks of doing that two or three times, four times a week, her whole attitude started shifting. And for the first time in her life, as long as she could remember, she felt like she was just joyful. Mm. First time in her whole life. And then spring came and the cold water went away. <laughs> She's yeah. like, oh, hell, what am I going to do now? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but she, she got the cold plunge and the, she did the DIY thing. And now yeah. it's just a regular practice for her. But wow. so sometimes it's stories like that that can shift somebody's, I guess, resistance to getting into the cold water. So, yeah. So I think we can just do whatever we can to inspire and educate. You know? Yeah. That's kind of the mission, right? That is the mission. Yeah. Yes. Make people thirsty. Mm. Make people thirsty to drink up some of this great information. And I always go back to the idea that, you know, it sounds like, oh, look what we've invented as human beings, mm. right? We're like, what we invented cold exposure. And from my experience, what we've done is we've engineered or we've architected cold out of our lives. We're always in these comfortable 72 degree boxes. Mm. So we're not used to being cold. Right. And there's the possibility that natural hormetic stressor that existed in nature was beneficial to the evolving immune system. Absolutely. There's a, yeah. there's a great book by an author named Scott Carney. It's called What Doesn't Kill Us. And mm. he kind of talks about that hormetic stress or that benefit or the use stress or the beneficial stress that's good for us yeah. as opposed to the stress that's killing most of us mm. and or harming us. And the really the key thing is that we're really killing ourselves by our desire for comfort mm. on so many different levels, whether it's temperature or yeah. easy food. Yeah. You know, There's it, it, a giant list of these. these right. Things, but yeah. yeah. It's wild. So with that, if we can pivot or transition to the DIY yes. cold exposure. Right. So why don't you tell people what you normally do before we met Right. You work with a chest freezer. Yes. So if maybe you can yes. just outline that in, right. in, a, in a little elevator pitch, right. so, what that looks like. So the big thing I can say to start with big picture is that, you know, hauling ice gets expensive and time consuming. Yes. So uh, there are ways to do that. And if that's if you're if you have a short term budget or you don't mind, if you have the time to do that. That's a totally legitimate way to do cold exposure. Which and which is where I started, yes. right? I got an ice barrel right. and I hauled ice until I said to myself, mm. I really like this. The time in buying ice and trucking it back and bringing it into the apartment and making right. a mess is, yes. is a lot. Yeah. And it's a, and it's a great way to make sure that you're committed to the practice Yes, because it, it's a, it requires so much more work and commitment to oh, yes. do that than to just have an easy access cold plunge. You've got no skin in the game and then go, eh, I don't know. Yeah. You know? So, but even before that, there's kind of the gateway of just cold showers. You know, you yes. can start with, you know, 10 seconds of cold in the shower and put it back to hot. And if you just do that much and build from there, mm. it's a great place to start. So in terms of the cold, there's really five different ways to go about there are five things you need in, to create a cold plunge DIY system. Uh, you need something to hold the water. You need something to make the water cold. You need something to move the water around, like circulate it. You yeah. need something to filter the stuff that gets into the water. That's really important. Let's put a pin in yes. filter. Keep okay. going. Okay, filter. And then the last thing is you need something to clean the water so yeah. or sanitize the water. Yeah. So uh, th that's our big picture right there, those yeah. five things. Great. So I started with chest freezer because that was what was accessible, you know, four or five years ago when I started looking into this. Yeah. Uh, at that time, when I was looking into chillers, the least expensive chiller that I could find was almost $3,000 and it required special electrical wiring. Yeah. So the technology has changed since then. So, yeah. uh, so I was aware of the chillers, chillers and have had a growing number of people posting about them and building them 
And I'm really grateful for that in my group because that kind of laid a good foundation for me to come and help you with uh, your yeah. system. So yeah. it was super exciting to get the hands on and do that. <laughs> me too. And yeah. truth be told, the chiller system will just say, I had some failed experiments with different mm. chillers that did not cut it in the Austin heat. And my yeah. friends, Adrian and Jason from Forge, they both said, they're like, we have not found one that meets our needs. So good luck. Yes. And, and they, you know, it was tough to find one. And it was, it was through a little magical intervention mm. where a guy had reached out from Penguin, this guy, my friend Eric now, and said, I have a chiller that will do this for you. Yes. And, and I know because we work in these conditions and this is going to mm. be really beneficial. It's all going to depend on the insulation around your tank, but this thing will, will do it in Austin heat. And right. he was, he was right. Right. So we, we got really lucky with that. So this process, if we could frame this for people, what I did, I worked with a wonderful gentleman named Wyatt and he owns it's the company is called ice barrel. Yes. The ice barrel. It's really, it's a, it's a plastic barrel with a garden hose spout on the bottom and a lid and a stair that rises up to it. And it's also well-constructed. I want to make a point, you know, the using trash cans or uh, oh, rain barrels yes. or anything like that, that is a way to go about it. And one of the great things about the ice barrel is the thing is like a quarter inch thick plastic yeah. and it's molded and it's specifically meant for this. And having that little faucet on the bottom to drain the water is really great. So yeah, uh, yeah it, it is a great product. I love yeah, it. Yeah, with a yeah. lid and there's also a stand which holds it up off the ground yes. a little bit so you can have a hose running out of that mm -hmm. barrel, which is when we get into the construction of this, why it served us so well. I've become increasingly aware of the way environmental toxicity affects my body. Now, in the past, I've tested high for mercury, lead, cadmium, glyphosate, and mycotoxins from mold. Now, I know what you're thinking. That is a full bucket. And even worse than the list of toxins was the fatigue, the neuralgia, and the brain fog due to the burden on the system. So luckily, I was introduced to the Ion Cleanse Foot Bath by AMD at a wellness conference. The system uses both positive and negatively charged ions to help eliminate these harmful toxins from the body. So my N equals one experiment? After four months, I've watched most environmental toxicity fall by more than 30% through diagnostic testing. So for me, this is a win-win. The Ion Cleanse by AMD is a fan favorite of the podcast because it's safe, it's effective, and it's a non-invasive way to cleanse and purify the body. So as a special promotion, Ion Cleanse by AMD is offering a free 15-minute consult where you can explore your personal needs to see if this technology may be the right solution for you and your family. So schedule your free 15-minute phone consult by selecting the link in the show notes, my Instagram at freddysetgo, or freddysetgo.com. Friends, this is a heart-centered company. The support team is amazing, and they offer a 60-day, 100% money-back guarantee. That is zero risk for the customer. So if you're ready to purchase, visit www.freddysetgo.com amajordifference.com and mention the Beautifully Broken podcast is your referral source. Namaste. The other thing I just want to say is when I got in the ice barrel and I was sitting up as opposed to laying down in a tub and I had done many different versions of this, I just had this yes, this mm. yes moment. I was like, I really like being upright in the cold as opposed to laying down. There was something about trying to relax and having your legs float up and, and being, okay. you know, shivering. And there's right. something about just being upright, mm -hmm. like being in a river or a body of water. Right. And I said to myself, I was like, I really like this. And so as opposed to going with a freezer, I was like, I want to make this work. So that's why 
you know, I chose Ice Barrel to be my engineering ground zero mm. before we started started connecting different chillers to this. So I just want to frame the failed experiments first. Yes. I had a chiller that didn't quite cut it. I had way too much hose in between the barrel and the chiller. Yes. And, a, and a, essentially, I was using an inline septic pump, mm. which is not, I didn't know this, it was not meant to run continuously. Yes. So yes. I was burning through these pumps every four weeks and they would just smoke and I would open them up. They'd be like, maybe see what's going on. And so by the third pump, I had mm. someone just recommend that, you know, mate, that is not yes. meant for that job. Yeah, right. So <laughs> there was a huge learning curve for me here. Enter mm. John and enter the penguin chiller. Mm. And we we really quickly established we needed minimal amount of hose mm. between the chiller and the barrel. Correct. The chiller from penguin needs to be covered. We don't want that exposed to outside elements. The filtration system, that is going to come at a special place within the lines. Mm -hmm. So if you think about a line, the water flowing out from the bottom of the barrel, and then we had a pump, then we had a filter, and then it goes through the chiller. Yes. And tell me why that's important, why we don't want anything in between the water flowing out of the barrel. Yeah, so into the pump. So into the, the so pump. Yeah, so the pump, uh, taking the water into the pump, it's important for that to be unobstructed because that's where the greatest amount of force is coming in through the yes. pump. And if you put the filter in front of the pump, uh, it's going to impede the pump doing its work really well. So once it's, and there's some physics behind that, and yes. I'm not even sure what they all are, but <laughs> yeah, uh, th that's how it's done in hot tubs. And uh, if you get any commercially built hot tub, that's where the filter goes is after yeah. the pump. So uh, yeah, I go, hey, you know, we can at least, somebody has already walked that road. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Take the jacuzzi. The jacuzzi people know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll trust that. You know, and it was interesting and just in part of, uh, you know, a lot of the reading that I did along the way of figuring this whole thing out. I mean, I was, I was in hot tub forums. I was in, uh, yeah. you know, fish aquarium, you know, people dealing with circulation and pumps and filters and how do you clean the water with fish and you know, the hot tub jacuzzi people, hey, we don't want chlorine and bromine. And what are the other ways to clean the water? Yes, please. Going through that, talking to plumbers, electricians, you know, I did a lot of uh, due diligence in terms of just like uh, finding out information that, that, you know, wasn't part of my background, but that informed the process. Yeah. And that's a, that's a huge piece to just to share that knowledge from people who've already walked the minefield and then to say, hey, what if we did this, you know, and then you can innovate and do things that nobody's ever done before and come yeah. up with something amazing or yeah. have an amazing, uh, learning experience uh, yeah good. that didn't work Ooh, how can yeah. we do that differently so it's 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 fun yeah <laughs> and so can we talk a little bit about just i mean when what we're going to do is we're going to put all this stuff into with the help of penguin chillers and ice barrel everything will be on a landing page for people so if you want to get freddie's home ice bath mm -hmm. kit with a barrel and the chiller and the pump and all the things, you're just going to be able to go and click and buy yes. and get it all in once. And, and we'll have some type of instruction there for you. It's quite right. simple. Mm -hmm. um, and we have video of us putting a lot yes. of it together that we can probably do a secondary video of. Yeah. But essentially, you know, it is an outline of the bottom of the let, why don't you do this? Talk okay. talk through what the system is because okay. you're you're right. really the creator. So okay, so we'll we'll, we'll start with the, the barrel. So you need yeah. something to hold the water with, and yeah. that's the barrel. So uh, once you've got that, the water coming out of the barrel, the, this one, the ice barrel has a hose bib on the outside already there. So mm -hmm. all you have to do is connect the hose, and then from there, the hose will go to the intake of the pump, and you've got a circulation pump. I believe it's a Danner. That was maybe it's a different brand, but they're 
There's a Danner. There's a specific pump that uh, Ice Barrel is recommending, or the Penguin is recommending, actually, yep. on their website. And I know Wyatt is working on one, too. And he's got some amazing engineering technology going into yep. what he's doing. It's going to be ready next year. Okay, yep. So he's doing it right. He's taking totally. the time not just to rush a product to the market. So, so once you've got the pump to pull the water from the barrel, from the tank, uh, then you've got a, we've got a filter and this was actually a filter, just a sediment filter that we bought at Home Depot or one of the yes. local hardware stores. And Does it go to five microns? Um, I think this one goes down to five microns. Yes. Yeah. And even so that's that, a particle size that yeah, it's going to pull out of the water. Right. And, that, and that's totally fine. And, and even 20 microns would probably be just fine for, for what we're doing. Once that water goes through the filter, it goes to the intake of the chiller. Yes. And then it goes through the chiller. The chiller is doing its chilling job, pulling yep. the water down, and you've got it at 39 or 40 degrees Fahrenheit, Correct. which is right around 4 degrees or so Celsius. And then from the chiller, we've got another line that goes back into the barrel. Now, we had that originally just uh, hose draped over the top of the barrel. Yes. And what we did is we drilled a hole in the side, and we put a, a bulkhead fitting, which is basically a, a piece of PVC connector it has a gasket on the inside of the barrel and it's got a connector on the outside and just allowed us to go through the wall of the barrel rather than over the top. So that way the lid can close. And, and then we learned one other thing too, which is, you know, we, we made a little water feature in yours because we didn't want to drain the water. And right. so we just installed everything as it was. And what we realized is that that pump uh, needs to be primed. Yes. And so we have our return line for the barrel above the water level. And it really needs to be below the water level. So you still yeah. got to do that priming of the pump. And that might be another upgrade we'll do later on. We'll do more upgrades. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. it, I just, I was joking. I was like, it's never going to be done. Right, right. You know, ideally it's like, I see, I'm in an apartment complex. Mm -hmm. So graciously, I should not have this in my backyard. You know, there's like no hot tub claws in the thing. And, and luckily everybody's, they're, they're just sweet. And they're like, Freddie, you're crazy, but we love you. Right. We'll let you do your thing. Mm -hmm. Well, when you got neighbors going, I can walk again. You know, yeah, I know, like, I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's a good community service here. Right, absolutely. So, oh, and then I was going to say the one last thing we dialed in was adding that ozone generator. Yes, you know, we put that in there, and that way you don't have to. And normally with a barrel, it just depends on your own hygiene, and there's a lot of variables that go into it. But maybe a week, maybe two weeks, just kind of depends on what your tolerance for filth is. I guess. Yes, and you know, uh, but. You know, having that ozone generator, I mean, you could really keep your water, the same water in there for six to 12 months without having to change it. And yeah. that, that for me was a game changer because for me, having the ability to pull a lid off and have instantly clean and instantly cold water yeah, was the thing that was going to make the difference for hindering my practice. I knew if I had to change the water out and it takes four or five days to cool it down in central Texas in the summer, yeah. it just there was no way I was going to be able to do it. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. That ozone generator was a total like, game changer. hundred <laughs> percent. And if you have, I also yeah. mentioned this to people. So mine is sitting in the backyard in direct sunlight right, in Austin. Right, right. So the possibility that you can set this up for better success, you could have it in a mm -hmm. garage, you could have it at a, under a pergola, yes. some type of anything that's going to block the direct sunlight onto the black ice barrel is going to be your yes. best friend. So I have not done that, but I'm still, happy with you know the tank sits between listen i've had it down between 33 mm. and you know 49 51 which has been good for me right most times it's at 40 42 in the morning which is perfect right uh, and mm. i'm it's hard it's, and i'm i'm getting very very cold and shivering and all the things i'm getting the right stress response so it's working it's functional i want to say that the 
Chiller from Penguin, they're going to build a housing for it. You know, nice. I grabbed a local carpenter. I was like, can you build me a wood box that has a little bit of a sleeve? Nice. You know, essentially mm -hmm. like a wall sleeve that the chiller sits in and it protects it from the elements, earth's mm -hmm. elements. There'll be a nice little cover for the pump. There'll be a nice little a water filter that they're going to add in there. So everything's going to be packaged right. up, ready to go. And, you know, you're going to, if you have that DIY gene, I think mm. this will be fun for people right, to like build right. this, make it a project with your family. I know we had fun. We had yeah. 10 trips to Home Depot right. or yeah. something. It was like always like, oh. Great chance to get to know you better. It was yes, just, yeah. It, I know. Yeah, and you got to have that DIY spirit of just getting back to curiosity and uh, just being playful about it. And yeah. it's like, how can we figure this out? And how can we do this better? Or what if we did this? You know, yeah. it just adding that element makes a big difference. And I also want to say this for people who don't think that they have a DIY gene, mm -hmm. you know, it's something you can learn. And, you know, there's, there's resources out there. You, know, you can watch the video, listen to the, educate yourself yeah. and learn how to go about this. Learn from the people who have made the mistakes so you can avoid at least the the devastating ones you know time and financially <laughs> yes and, uh, that just makes it a lot easier yeah and that said i know we're going to end up uh, we're going to have a youtube video yes or, we will end up on of youtube and, and i also want to say watch out for the youtube videos you know there's yeah. a lot of people out there that are building their cold plunges now and that's awesome because it's getting the word out yeah and yet they build because they're like the big giant you know influencers in the world they do one chest freezer and then they never tell you what happens yeah and what i know after four years and you know, I've got about 10,000 people in my Facebook group now in a hundred wow. countries across the world. I get these reports. I hear what happens. Yeah. You know, when they followed Mr. Big Influencer and they yes. went and followed his directions and a week later, it's leaking all over the place. It's like, oh no, you know, I hear, I've been hearing this for four years now. So watch out for the YouTube videos. Make sure you're listening to people who actually have built more than one cold plunge. Yes. Oh, John's your tune guy. In, and you, John, you do yeah. consulting. I do. Yeah. So you can hire yeah. John to get on a video call or if you know if you're in the local area i mean i know you've set you've you've done everything you've gone to the store bought the freezer bought the chillers bought all the things the sealants right you right know, the, the liners yeah, 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 i do yeah i do in-person builds you know so in terms of like the, the range of how i can help people you know my facebook group is free so i'm in there every day i spend a few hours you know i'm taking sundays off i need to have one digital free day yes and what's that group called uh, it's called chest freezer cold plunge so if you do facebook.com forward slash groups yes. forward slash and then chest freezer cold plunge you can find me in there and we've got a wonderful community of people across the globe who are talking about all things chest freezers and we've yeah. got a great FAQ in the file section that'll answer a little, give you a really good foundation. So yeah. uh, I'm in there. If you want to spend twenty seven ninety five, I've got an ebook. It's about 300 pages long. Yeah. <laughs> that'll go through a lot of these details and show you how to mm. go about it in different ways, depending on what your budget is. And then from there would be the phone consultation. And then from there I do in-person builds. Great. So uh, yeah. So there's a wide Amazing. range of how I can help people. Amazing. That's incredible. Great resource. And the ebook you're going to find what sealants to use, yes. what liners yeah. to use, how to make it look beautiful and how to, you know, avoid these pitfalls of building one at home. I think it's a right. it's such a great price and you've done so much work to put into mm. that ebook and and the group is amazing. It's it's very well engaged. You remind me of Scott Kennedy from Lightpath LED. Ah. Like you mm. I, Scott's my favorite red light guru who is mm. this podcast will be out way after his comes out next week. It's so weird with time and recording. But you guys both had a mission. You had a great experience with light or cold. And you you went out and you built something. Right. And he has a red light therapy for beginners on Facebook, which has mm. thousands of people in it. And he's so non-product pushy. He's just like, here's what you do. Right. Here's what the science is. Here's what to be aware of. Yes. He just has that heart-centered, you know, I'm creating a life of purpose. And mm. you can come along for the ride and learn this if you want. You have that same vibration 
just like an honest and pure spirit. So it's like lovely talking with you about oh, this stuff. Yeah, likewise. Thank yeah. you. And I appreciate that acknowledgement. Uh, yeah. It's, it is a real dance. And I think uh, sometimes, you know, kind of to, just to point back to the YouTube thing, sometimes people get a little too focused on, you know, pushing a product for affiliates or yep. whatever. They click on yeah. that Amazon link. Yeah, I know. And when you know, there's a balance of being able to do that and to stay in a heart space. And when you've heard thousands of people saying, hey, this is what works or this is what doesn't work. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, the fast, easy route, for example, sealing a chest freezer with silicone. It's easy. It's quick. It's cheap. It's fast. But it always almost always ends up leaking like 95 yeah. percent of the people after the first few months or maybe maybe the yeah. year, you know, it leaks. And it's like, well, you know, I can't really recommend doing it that way unless yeah. You know, in X Y Z, there's other ways to go about it, but mm -hmm. you know, it's uh, yeah, it's always a dance of like, how can I serve people from a from a real heart space, but also thinking about long term, what's going to be good for me and the world. Yeah, you know? beautiful. So yeah, it's interesting the leaking. The only other thing I was going to mention is. Mm -hmm. What you'll find is with an ice bath, depending on your home temperature and outdoor temperature, they can sweat. Yeah, a lot of condensation. There's Absolutely. like condensation, yes. Yes. so it doesn't yeah. mean your tub is leaking. Right. But it's going to sweat if the yes. cold water running through out of the pipes is is 40 and it's 95 degrees outside. Right. So that's going to happen. So yeah, that's normal. So yeah. Another yeah. thing Prepare to look that. out for. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I know. It's yeah. You're yeah. going to have a unique setup in your living room. Right. And that and that is one thing I can say, like people who have those chiller based systems in their house, mm -hmm. if the temperature is below a certain level, like right in the maybe the low 70s, they may not get that level of condensation. And that also could be one advantage of a chest freezer type system is because chest freezers contain the cold and yes. there's a three inch thick, typically level of insulation around the right. whole thing. You don't get condensation on a chest right. freezer or it'd be very rare for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, right. there's like, there's people who have professional grade commercial models ready to go anywhere yes. from this, the you know, 5,500 to 13,000 price point. I mean, yes. some yeah. are a little more depends on what model you want, but right. there's always a version where you could pop this in your home and be in the ice tomorrow yeah, and not, right. not Absolutely. worry about any of this stuff, you know? Yeah. And, and that's another, and there's, there's so many companies out there that are starting. I mean, there's some really good solid ones that have been around for a year or two. Yes. And it, this is a relatively new industry, uh, but it's also great to see these that are other people that are starting to say, Hey, what if we did this way? Or maybe we're in the UK and because shipping to other countries for these big things can be cost prohibitive, you know, yeah. if you can afford the model, but not the shipping. So one of the things that I love about that is that there's a growing amount of awareness and there's a growing number of people who are contributing to the field. And I love that because I see that it's all, it's really collaborative in a way. Mm -hmm. It's not competitive because yeah. there's, there's people have different needs and different values and different things that are important. And if they see something, it's like, well, I don't resonate with that one, but Ooh, I love the way this one looks. Yeah. It's going to get them into the cold water. Yeah. Totally. And so, and some people go get excited about the DIYs. Some people get overwhelmed by the DIYs. So there's, yeah. there's something for everybody out there. And yeah. I think it's great that we're uh, increasing the awareness and giving more people more ability, more accessibility to cold water, a cold yeah. water practice at home. Yeah. And so I love, I love the synergy that happens out of that. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. I'm excited. I think what you just said is that the rising tide lifts all ships. Yeah. And it's such a small percentage of people doing deliberate cold exposure or red light therapy or PEMF. Yeah. I personally, the goal or a mission of this platform, this podcast, mm -hmm. would be to take the used car salesman, my mm -hmm. Chevy is better than your Ford, away from yes. these wellness products. Right. It's ugly. Right. I've experienced this with different competitors in different industries. Mm -hmm. It's just, we don't need it. 
right? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, what does your body need? Right. I promise you, if you got a product in the market, it probably works. Sure. To some yeah. degree, we we can yeah. always say this one's better value or this. I think the energy spent there for me is uh, it should be limited. Right. Well, I think in, uh, to kind of speak to culturally or societally what's going on right now, there's there's a huge level of divisiveness that's happening on so many different topics or you know yes. subjects and to see that happen in cold the cold water immersion space is kind of like hey wait a minute we have so much more in common than what we do different yeah. there's no reason to get into a contest about you know hauling ice is better than doing a chest freezer or a chest freezer is not as good as a xyz product or any of that yeah. so it's like hey look we're all here for cold water and even you know it's a funny like people ask well what's the best chest freezer to use it's like the one you can get, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's the one to use. You know, yeah. It doesn't matter brand or any of that kind of stuff. If you can only find this one model and especially in certain countries, you know, where yeah. they have limited resources, like mm -hmm. the one you can get, the one you can the one get, you will use, the one you can get to get you up and running. So hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, and it's funny too, because I've got, and this has actually become something that, like a statement that I've started making to, when this sort of thing comes up in my group. Yeah. It's like, I'll say, you know what, I, if you have $20 a month, to go down and buy a hundred pounds of ice and you can put that into a bathtub or if you can turn your, even if you don't have that, if you, if you can turn your shower to cold for 30 seconds and that's all you can afford, that's mm -hmm. getting you into a cold water practice. I encourage that and I support it fully. Yeah. If you have, and then in this other, I got this guy that built a chest freezer and he's like this attorney. He's a very you know, high powered attorney and he, he's now ditching his chest freezer and he spent a lot of money on his chest freezer, but he's building an in ground cold plunge in his backyard with Fun. his swimming pool. And that guy's spending, you know, like a lot. six figures plus on the pool and the cold plunge, but the cold plunge part of it is probably like 30 grand. It's like, wow. or if you're Tony Robbins and you put a $40,000 yes. cold plunge in your yard, that's wonderful. Yeah. You know, there's this wide range. So let's come together on the healing benefits yeah. in the cold. It doesn't matter if you're spending, you know, a few cents for a cold shower or yeah. thousands of dollars, you know, or even then the products, you know, if you can afford yeah. five or $10,000 or $20,000 for one of these commercially produced units, it's awesome. It's awesome. Support that. I love it. Let's all, yeah. again, rise each other Rising up. tide. Yeah, rising tide. Yeah. I love yeah, that. The one level of awareness I'd like to offer to that, yeah. whatever these products are, just like a shower, just like our drinking water, we want to think about the water that we're soaking in. Yes. So if it's tap water, and many of us are working with that, if you don't have a full house filtration system, mm -hmm. you want to address that or know what is in your water table. My favorite site is ewg.org. You can put in your zip code. Mm. You can see what's in the water. Most people are shocked. I can find most environmental toxins as well as different levels of radiation in the body based on the water table. Mm. It's shocking. So as we add water in as the therapy, just have that level of awareness. There's so many cool things. I know Ice Barrel has a, a water stabilizer kit now, mm. which is, I think it's copper and silver. You know, it's earth yeah, elements. Yeah, the ionizer, the mineral... Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and avoiding, we don't talk about this. We didn't go into the, mm. we could have done a whole separate show on the neurotoxic nature of chlorine, right. which is wild. I always love going on vacation and you're in the hotel and there's a hot tub and you can just, mm. the fumes that are mm. coming up from these soaking right. tubs are just wild. And you're like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to risk the neurotoxin exposure. I'm going to take some extra bioactive carbon biotoxin binder from right. Cellcor. I'm going to call it a day. <laughs> Right. But it's something to be aware of. Yes. We can sometimes we can be under the veil or the illusion that what we're doing is great. It's there's nothing bad about this. Right. And, right. you know, think about the water that you're soaking in, the quality of the water. So right. there's 
different ways to address that. And that's why we did filtration. That's why yes. we did ozone. Pre-filter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Really, really cool stuff. So more to come. I'm sure we'll do another one. John, it was a pleasure having you Likewise, here. Likewise, Freddie. Thank you so much yeah. for having me here today. And it's always great to connect with you. Always a delight. Yeah. This will, again, we'll, we'll put show notes. I'll do an intro on this. But when we release this, people will have access to some sort of a landing page or a kit to do your own DIY coupled with the ice barrel. And we'll start there. We'll see what happens in 2022. I'm sure we're going to do another cold episode because it's mm. it's such a rich topic. We should and get Kristen in here and have a... <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally, right. totally. We can do a yeah. round table. Mm. And the other thing I want to mention is just to... And maybe I'll add a separate plug, but you know, the difference in how you're coupling the the therapy. For me, it's energy behind the action. Yes. And that's why we, we often build breath work into deliberate mm. cold exposure. Yes. And for some people, the Wim Hof breathing mechanism is going to upregulate someone far beyond what they need. And actually what they might need is a down regulation. Yes. So yeah. Kristen has, uh, it's warriorwomanmode.com. It is, it's Sherpa sessions. She does mm. a certification course and it's really next level. She's flown all around the world and trained with Casper Vandermeulen, who's been on the podcast and really, really done the work and understands that we're all bio-individual. And so right. that that's something, if you're a coach or you're a wellness practitioner out there, go check out that that certification. I really, she's done the work and it's it's so nuanced, even to the degree where when women can use breath and cold in relation to their cycle, it's, yes, a, it's yes, a really great right. course. Yeah, yeah there's a whole, there's, there's many probably episodes you could do in just that one piece, but yeah. I, I do want to say this again because it is so important we are all unique individuals yes and what works well for some person is not going to work for another person and what works well for one person on any given day may not work for you the next day i know so it's so we get back to that body awareness and being in tune and that's so important yeah so, I do. yeah it's awesome and it's frustrating yes the yeah, body's gonna right. change <laughs> right and all this yeah. work is never gonna end yes you're right <laughs> <laughs> right we will keep having yeah you know god forbid but but car accidents and viruses mm. and, you know, separations in relationships and those stressors. Yeah. It's like, for me, the ice, the cold, the breath work, elite nutrition, I have a quicker bounce back. Right. That's what I've noticed. Right. I have resilience. a quicker bounce back. Yeah, yeah, we get this sense of resiliency. And mm. and I know Jason and Adrian speak to this anti-fragility yes. from the Morasco Forge yes. platform, as, which they really cultivate and build. And I think that's mm. so, it's so apropos. It's like, you know, we are so fragile. When I look around, mm. I see, I was like, oh, everybody's so easily upset, right? <laughs> right. And it's usually what's in the container mm. when we're pushed or bumped, what spills out? Rage, right. anger, judgment, fear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So last question of the podcast, you have a magic wand. Mm. What would you grant to the people of planet Earth at this time, mm. 2022? <sighs> it's going to bring tears to my eyes to say it, but um, peace. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah given the current events. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I second that. And if I had two wishes, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. please be, do too. Peace, do peace too. and health. Yeah. You know, I mean, if I say three, it'd be peace, health, love. And then it just, you know, yeah. Cause all of those are kind of related. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. And then John, uh, the beautifully broken podcast. Mm. So what does it mean to you to be beautifully broken? Mm. So what that means to me is that, uh, regardless of where you are mm -hmm. and I've had a lot of, you know, hiccups in my life that I would call being broken in a way. There's been this evolution of being broken to a point there where I think that I'm a victim, things have happened to me, and I, can, I cannot bounce back from this. 
Mm-hmm. And being beautifully broken is the w- awareness, whether it's through something physical or mental or spiritual, whatever level that challenge is on, mm-hmm. that it's everything happens here for us, not to yeah. us. Yeah. And there's a beautiful line, and I'll probably cry to say it also, but um, there's a, that song from Leonard Cohen. He says, ring your bells that still may ring. Forget your perfect offering. Mm. Everything has cracks. Mm. And that's how the light gets in. Thank you, John. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beautifully Broken Podcast, Mm. thank you for being here with us. Namaste. Namaste. Hi, friends. I hope you're loving the show. Let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. If there's one word that makes me feel really intelligent, it's photobiomodulation, better known as red light therapy. Photobiomodulation has been clinically shown to increase energy, circulation, increase testosterone production and workout recovery, hair growth, even the improvement in the depths of fine lines and wrinkles. You actually don't have a lot of reasons not to incorporate red light therapy into your home. And not all panels are created equal, which is why the panel I recommend to my family and my friends is Lightpath LED for the following reasons. This company continues to evolve their technology, including up to five wavelengths in each bulb. They include a three-year warranty. This is one of the most robust in the industry. And they also have pre-programmed frequencies to add the benefit of pulsed light to the body. And most importantly, after purchase support so you know how to best use your device for your specific needs. Now, what does the evolving science say around pulsed light? Pulsed light yields benefit to the mitochondrial health, leading to increased production of cellular energy, thus improved outcomes. So say it with me, let's mine the mitochondria. So check out their beautiful new website at LightPath LED and use code BEAUTIFULLYBROKEN, all lowercase, for a discount and checkout. My friends, you made it to the end of the podcast. Can you believe this is season four? Wait, don't turn it off yet. Before you go, I have something very important I need to say. There are two ways in which we can build this relationship that we've been working on. The first one is to join me on my membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Go. You get early access to all the podcasts, bonus episodes, discounted coaching, and free webinars with thought leaders in the wellness and technology industry. The second way to support this guy right here is to go to freddysetgo.com and download the Beautifully Broken Buyer's Guide. This is my ebook. It's a collection of transformational technology, supplements, and courses that have worked for me, my clients, and my family. These are things that I have found incredibly helpful in my personal healing journey, like the Ionic Foot Bath or Amp Coil or the Red Light. Most offer significant discounts by clicking the link or using the discount code. Now, please know they don't cost you anything extra. And at the same time, they do support the podcast through affiliations. Friends, thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Five stars if you loved it. And well, I guess if you're compelled to listen to this entire thing and leave a one-star review, I'm going to take that too. If you want to connect with me directly, I spend most of my time on the social media platform known as Instagram at Freddy Set Go. Or you can find me at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Freddy Set Go or freddysetgo.com. 
And lastly, from my vast team of legal internet lawyers, which I pay a lot of money to, the information on this podcast is for educational purposes only. By listening, you agree not to use the information found here as medical advice to treat any medical condition in yourself or others. Always consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. That's all for today. Our closing, the world is changing. We need you at your very best. So take the steps today to always be upgrading. Remember, while life is pain, putting the fractured pieces back together can be a beautiful process. I love you. I'm your host, Freddie Kimmel.